Welcome, friends. I'm Reverend Tim Earhart, and this is Daily Bible Reflections for September 16, 2023. Today's Gospel lesson is from Matthew chapter 6, verses 7 to 15. The Model Prayer And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the brethren do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. In this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive men their trespass, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespass. New King James Version God knows what we need before we even ask, which means the creator of the universe has the divine ear inclined to listen to us. The Lord desires, even longs for us to pray to him. Since this is God's daily disposition, Jesus communicated for us a model way of prayer which exemplifies the values of Christ's Beatitudes and reflects the priorities of God's kingdom. The Lord's Prayer is meant to be prayed often, mindfully, and with flavor. Jesus gave us six petitions to guide us in our prayers. The first three petitions are priorities of God that set the tone for the next three petitions, which are centered in our problems of living in this fallen world. <clears throat> Jesus gave us instruction of how to address God, our Father in heaven. All the pronouns in the Lord's Prayer are plural, not singular. We are to be concerned for both our own individual issues and for the needs of the community and of the problems of the world. Father is an endearing and relational word. In heaven balances the closeness and nearness of our Heavenly Father with his sovereign and transcendent nature. Our God is both near and far, a close friend as well as a holy king. So we address our prayers with a proper understanding of who God is. The first petition is, Hallowed be your name. Hallow comes from the root word for holiness. It is to sanctify and set apart. God is concerned that we know the distinction between the Creator is holy and so the creatures are also to be holy. 1 Peter 1, 15 and 16 says, as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct, because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. Notice the use of the verb, not hallowed is your name, but hallowed or holy be your name. Jesus guides us to pray that God's name would be shown as holy through us by the way we live. The world sees a holy God when God's people walk in holiness reflecting the Lord's benevolent nature. The second petition is, Your kingdom come. 
We live in a fallen world that has come under the domain of dark forces. The unfolding drama of Holy Scripture is that God is on a mission to restore creation to a benevolent rule. Jesus is the king, we are the subjects, and God's realm exists wherever his subjects go. And where his subjects go, they are to pierce the darkness by embodying the good news that King Jesus has overcome the demonic realm and brought us into God's kingdom. The prayer and proclamation of this good news is of utmost priority to God. The third petition is, Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God's ethical will has been revealed to us by Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount. The Beatitudes are the cornerstone of this teaching. God's will is that Christ's followers be humble, grieve over sin in the world, act with gentleness instead of prideful condescension, hunger for true righteousness instead of legalistic self-righteousness, show mercy, be pure in heart, pursue peace and rejoice when persecuted. All of this results in being salt and light in this dark world. Jesus spells out God's will in his sermon. Christ's followers are to reconcile with others instead of hold grudges, deal with lust through accountability instead of making excuses for mental adultery, cherish our spouse instead of taking the easy way, easy way out when problems arise in marriage, Tell the truth at all times instead of shading it. Love, not retaliate, when personally hurt or insulted. If God's will seems an impossible task, that's because we need divine resources to live a Christian ethic. We need to pray. The first three petitions are priorities for God. They are asking the same thing, that the full manifestation of God's reign on earth be realized. Therefore, our prayers are not primarily to receive goods and services from God, but for us to render service to God. These prioritized petitions are a desire to see God honored on earth as God is already honored in heaven. The fourth petition is, give us today our daily bread. Our bodies enable us to do God's will, and so we must be concerned for them. Daily, we must have the basic necessities of life to carry out God's priorities for the church and the world. In the ancient world, people were paid at the end of each day. Folks also shopped every day at the marketplace for their food because there was no refrigeration. Whenever there was a flood or a drought, it meant much more than high grocery prices. People faced starvation and even death. They needed to trust God for today and not worry about tomorrow. Even though contemporary people may not always readily perceive their great dependence on God, we still are in divine hands and need faith. The fifth petition is, forgive our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. Sin is pictured as a debt. If someone has sinned or trespassed against us, we must forgive them thus releasing them from their debt. To forgive does not mean to forget. Rather, we do not hold the debt, the sin, over someone's head for the rest of their life. The person who is forgiven by God is a forgiving person. 
Our own forgiveness implies that we have done the hard work of repentance through identifying our sin and renouncing it. So if we fail to forgive, it demonstrates a lack of change on our part. We cannot be forgiven if we spurn God's freely offered grace. Forgiveness is important to Jesus. Thus we are to squarely face our bitterness. Simply sweeping our hurt under the rug and not extending forgiveness only gives the darkness a foothold into our lives, which is why we are to pray the final petition, which is, And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Just as we must trust God for our physical necessities, we also must trust God for our spiritual needs, which hinge on the issue of forgiveness, our forgiveness from God through Christ, and the forgiveness we extend to others who have hurt or offended us. An unforgiving heart is a major temptation to hate, seek revenge, and retaliate. If we have spent days, weeks, months, years, or even decades harboring an unforgiving spirit through anger, bitterness, and avoidance of facing our past trauma, we have embraced the dark side and need deliverance from evil. Freedom comes through acknowledging the offense, receiving grace and forgiveness from God, and passing that same forgiveness and grace to those who hurt us. This is not about whether they deserve it or not. It's a matter of what I need to do. The truth sets us free. Telling our secrets brings freedom. Apart from naming our shame, we will remain bound and in need of liberation. Tell your secrets to God in the prayer closet, and then tell them to a trusted friend or friends. We pray and we act on what God tells us in prayer. The Lord's Prayer is a model prayer. That means we use the six petitions of Jesus to frame our prayers in our own words, as well as say the words in our favorite translation of the Bible. Praying this prayer daily shapes our everyday lives serves as a guide for how to live, and provides discernment in making life's many decisions. So let us daily and in every way make use of our Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, the one who is both near and far, may your name be shown as holy through us, your people. May others submit to your Lordship and become holy too. Help us to know your will and to do it. We need you, God, so provide our necessities for today. Forgive us of our great and many sins, just as we forgive those who have sinned egregiously against us. Lead us in paths of righteousness, which shew the devil away. For you are the ruler, the mighty one, forever full of glory and grace. Amen.